0: Welcome back to the Nerdcore Podcast, a podcast of reviews, movies, and talks at nerd shit. This is episode 552, and it is your review of Wild Hogs. Wild As wild always, it is wild the NerdChiconic kind of here to host the show, alongside wonderful co host, Brad Young Yoda. What's,
1: what's up, everybody? We're to a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
0: Yeah, Sunday when we're recording this. Well, streaming live for the patrons. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Sunday when we're doing this, but um, it'll be up on Tuesday for everybody on the, in the public. So hopefully everybody gets a chance to watch it here with us on the Patreon for the patrons. But yeah, uh, today we're going to go ahead and be continuing on with our Ray a month as we look at the 2007 comedy, Wild Hogs. But before we can get into any of that, Brad, how's your big game day going today?
1: I mean, it is Super Bowl Sunday and uh, I'm I, I don't care. I have no, I have no skin in the game in this Super Bowl, so I don't. I'm not watching yeah. it. I just, I don't care.
0: My my cousin just, my cousin hit me up a while ago. It's like, hey man, you doing Price Picks? I was like, nah, bro, I don't fucking bet. I don't bet. No. I don't bet. Like, uh, I don't. I'm broke.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a way to go. Even be even more broke is to bet on this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what's it called? Uh, so I'm not doing, but you doing anything today, Brad? What you get up to today?
1: I just had breakfast with the parents, so that was about it. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. About it. All right. I watched, watched the, this movie.
0: This yeah, I watched this movie in the morning. Um, then went back to bed, took a really nice uh, sleep until like twelve. Woke up, and
1: um, yeah. I had a nice nap.
0: Yeah, nice little nap. Uh, yeah, I got up. I got up to get, we got I got up to take out the dog, so. Like from like nine, I went to bed. What's it called? I mean, I got came back. I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie. So it's like, okay. Then I. It's not a
1: long watch, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I woke. I was. I fell asleep like around ten ish, and then got back up at twelve, and I was like, all right, now we're ready to get the day started. (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's um, that's all I've done today. Um, nothing, uh, not much else. Uh, I did manage to like try to schedule out all the episodes for cinema condition so when i want to get these things because i want to just start recording those again but yeah still planning for you for your last pick to be the season finale so let's go you got a bit of time before i call you back up for jackie brown brad mm-hmm. and then after that seven samurai is going to be until the end so
1: very nice yeah
0: but I right, and i really got nothing else going on here brad
1: no 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 i mean it's been a slow day for the most part and yeah. it's we're supposed to get like really stormy winter weather coming in oh, so man. i just haven't been able to do it. like i I got like truck parts that i can put onto my truck but yeah i'm not doing it when it's all windy and shit
0: yeah here it's barely starting to get better like it was cold it was so cold these couple of days and then that's it what's it called uh
1: i mean it, it was it was warming up we had 70 degree weather a couple days ago and then it's supposed to get 17 degrees like Wednesday or Thursday. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, man, this ain't Arizona's not supposed to have this kind of weather. Get the hell out of here, yeah.
0: Well, Brad, I I mean, I got nothing else to kind of squeeze out really. these uh 25 minutes, man, but um,
1: yeah. um we'll, yeah. we'll run through it.
0: I know that the Flash trailer just dropped, so after this is done, I'm going to watch that. But, um, you know, I'm keeping an eye to see if anything from Super Bowl is going to drop any trailers. So
1: I did oh, notice there was a live reaction scheduled for that, but I don't know who that's for.
0: Uh, Well, Keon and Aiden are doing that. Okay. So, what's it called? Yeah, I told them what's it called. We're taking care of this today. So, uh, I think they're just, what's it called, recording reactions today. Okay. So, Yeah. Um, I know they were supposed. They wanted to do one for Fast uh, 10, but shit got like all what's it called? Uh, jumbled up in their time in their day. So now they're just gonna do uh, the ones coming out today. So yep. yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So um, Brad, I think it's time for us to get into this, um, y'all. This is a really small introduction, so I'm literally gonna read the synopsis when we're done with this introduction from 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 Wikipedia. But without further ado. If you've never seen the 2007 film wild hogs, let's <laughs> go. You need to get out of here if you care about spoilers, but if you don't care about spoilers or you've seen the film already, then just go ahead and stay. Either way, how it goes is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Brad, let's go over to Wikipedia to read this wonderful introduction. Wild Hogs is a 2007 American Biker Road comedy film du- uh, directed by Walt Becker. What has Walt Becker directed? Because I really need to know. Van Wilder yes. and Old Dogs.
1: Wow. Van Wilder. That's, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yep. and, and I don't even know what Old Dogs is.
0: <laughs> and starring Tim Allen, John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, and William H. Macy. It was released nationwide in the United States and Canada on March 2nd, 2007. It was the last film by Tollin Robbins Productions. It was, the, it was also the last uh, Touchstone Pictures film to be distributed by Buena Vista Pictures Distribution after Disney retired Buena Vista moniker across the company's uh, divisions in the same year. And also the theatrical distribution label became Walt Disney's motion pictures, studio motion pictures. So um, it is... um. Produced by Mike Tollin, Brian Robbins, and Todd Lieberman. Written by Brad Copeland. And it also stars Marissa Tomei, Jill Hennessy, and Ray Liotta. The cinematography is done by Robbie Greenberg. And edited by Christopher Greenberry and Stuart Pape. Music is done by Teddy Castellucci. And sits at an hour and 40 minutes on a budget of $60 million. Brad, get ready for this. They don't... This doesn't happen in 2000... This happens in 2007. This doesn't happen in 2022 anymore. On a budget of $60 million, this movie made $253 million, $253.6 million.
1: Mm-mm. That don't happen nowadays. Mm-mm. Not, nope. not a comedy. Nope. Nope.
0: This was shit... Like, for anybody who is young in the audience and doesn't remember 2007 and times like that, these are the times that freaking comedies like this made a lot of money. Yeah. You release this now? Nobody wants to see this shit. Nobody no. wants to go and see this.
1: No, not the theaters. You want it on Netflix, which is basically yeah. what Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler figured it out. He's like, well, these movies are going to make nothing at the box office. I'll just make a deal with Netflix and make seven movies.
0: Yep. So, Brad, Wild Hogs opened on March 2nd, 2007. The film grossed $39.7 on its opening weekend, ranking in number one in box office sales and nearly tripling the debut of fellow opener Zodiac. Oh, my God. So, it performed... Well, we're going World...
1: back in time. Talking about Zodiac. Robert Downey Jr. Jesus. Yeah. That's before Downey Jr. was Iron Man. Holy God.
0: Wow. Brad, <laughs> so... What's it called? This film performed well throughout its entire run, falling just 30.5% for it in its second weekend. That's all it fell, And good. ultimately grossing $168.2 domestically. And I don't 200... know what was
1: happening in 2007, but th- these are weird numbers for a movie yeah. such as this. That
0: means this made about internationally. Well, I don't know how much it made internationally, because you also have to think about DVD sales and stuff like that. But, um, this was Travolta's first film since 1999's *The General's Daughter* to gross over 100 million domestically, Brad. Since '99, yeah, yeah. almost 10 years later. Oh my god. Yeah, but um, the <laughs> God, the um, the synopsis is as follows: A group of suburban biker wannabes looking for adventure hit the open road. Get more than they bargained for when they encounter a New Mexico gang called the Del Fuegos. Yeah, all right, Brad. Let me know, Brad. What are your initial thoughts on this rewatch of Wild
1: Hogs? I mean, and this is this is going back in time for sure, back to those old school comedies. Uh, I, I I want to start off, I guess, kind of what I liked Ray Liotta. I really enjoy Ray Liotta in this. <clears throat> I love Ray Liotta. I think they were like Ray, you're just an asshole and just have fun. And Ray Liotta like took that and ran with it. Sweet. Um <laughs> I I mean, I like some of the I guess I like some of the shots cuz it's not hard to make motorcycle shots look cool. Um no. I mean, William H. Macy, you know, he he's got a few good comedic parts that they're stupid, they're stupid funny, but they're still funny. Um uh, Marissa Tomei is yeah marissa Tomei is great great all the time <laughs> before she was Aunt may she was this um <laughs> um but but going to some of the bad stuff uh, i mean this is just you kind of your back in the day average comedy movie there's nothing like overall special about this and story or plot or anything um I definitely it definitely gives you a few laughs here, a few chuckles. Some of the jokes really don't hit, though. Uh, I I question why Martin Lawrence wasn't more part of this movie, like he doesn't have a lot of speaking roles in this com- compared to the other the other three. And then John Travolta throughout this whole movie, the director basically told him to overact every scene for some reason, and I don't understand why. Um. All in all, it's it's just an average movie, really.
0: Brett, I can't disagree with you there. It's just average, borderline not good. Um, Some
1: part, like, it does make you, like, laugh like, out stuff, loud at a few parts.
0: I, there, there, I there's, like,
1: there's, like, where William H. Macy was, like, the only thing I could think about was yeah. black jokes, and Martin Lawrence is like, finish that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> I like, kick your Jim ass right Madeline, here.
0: Martin Lawrence, John Travolta, William H. Macy, all have great chemistry together. They all work so well with each other. And genuinely, there are moments that I really laughed. Um, Ray Liotta is Ray Liotta and he's good as an asshole.
1: Exactly. He's great.
0: But other than that, there is nothing special about this movie. But I remember this movie when it came out. I remember my mom renting it on Redbox and we watched it. And like, there are moments that I laugh. Like, what's it called? Every time that William H. Macy was getting like, you know, in trouble and like, what's it called? That, That shit was actually making me laugh. But like there really isn't anything too special about this movie that to say that like, oh my God, like I one mean, of the it, quintessential early 2000s comedies, like not at all.
1: Um, I mean, it's just it's just one of those, you know, mid2000s comedies. and it, it's it, it's like a lot of Adam Sandler movies back then and and you know, Paul Blard and it kind of fits into that realm of, yeah, you get a few laughs. It's not an overall great movie. It's not an overall horrible movie. It kind of just, you know, is what it is.
0: Yeah, it's like it's so it's your comedy from back then, like a bunch of dudes who feel like their lives have gone to shit because they're married with kids and they don't look forward to anything in life anymore. So they decide to just hang out with each other, and hopefully, what's it called, uh, it changes their life. And by the end, they end up finding what was what's it called missing, and they find, and it's apparently just them being friends together again. uh just all it's just it's simple stuff and it it works at times but most of the time like I was really like just bored with this movie. I book. mean
1: I I <laughs> I think I uh if I didn't bring up uh John McGinley yeah. as as the as the cop who finds him in the forest, the state patrol officer. Oh, that shit was fucking that funny. That shit's hilarious. Like, anytime he was on screen throughout that whole thing, that shit was funny.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> please continue. Like, please keep saying what you're saying. I'm like, oh, my God. That shit actually made me laugh. And then, that shit was actually funny. And then when they're funny.
1: skinny dipping and the family, co- the whole family comes in, they're like, can we yeah. join you? And they're just like, yo, n- No. And it's like, no. uh, and then he dies. He's like, oh, I can get some crawfish. It's like you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that those scenes are stupidly funny. Just because well, yeah. you're because you're just like they're overly awkward, and you're glad it's not happening to you, and it's just funny.
0: Yeah, that shit. That shit was actually pretty funny. But um, I well, what's it called? Like, I gotta say, what's it called? Um. Sorry, um I gotta say that it it, like they work, like what's called Martin Lawrence, like I think to me Martin Lawrence is my favorite one in this, but that's because I'm just a big Martin Lawrence guy.
1: Well, and I, I don't think they utilized him enough. I don't think he had enough part in this movie. Uh any part he was he any part he played, it was pretty funny. But I think for the most part it was really Macy, Tim Allen, and uh John Travolta who had the most speaking engagement in this. I do. Yeah. I do got to bring up Kevin Durand as a uh, as Ray Liotta's henchman, like the, like the really dumb one, because his shit made me laugh too. When when he, he just anytime he opened his mouth, it was funny.
0: Yeah. Oh God, this is this really hard, guys? Like, what's it called? We don't have a lot to say for twenty five minutes here because, like, what's it called? I I I honestly just I gotta say like. I I like the, what's it called, the the chemistry between the main cast. I think that Ray is really good because, well, not really good, but he's good. because he's they had some
1: good, they had some good cameos. The Tuttle's were in there. They had Peter Fonda at the end. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Peter Fonda. Easy writer throwback. I mean, the Sklars, the the two twins was, like, they're bringing up, like, comedy acts I hadn't seen or remembered in forever. I'm going, oh, yeah, I know, I know that, uh, that Sheriff Charlie, he looks familiar and. Um. Yeah. Even Marissa Tomei was kind of was like, "What the fuck is Marissa Tomei doing in this? Making out with William with William H. Macy, of all people?
0: Of all people, bro. That's that's fucking yeah. Frank Gallagher, bro. Frank Gallagher from Shameless. Shameless, bro. <laughs> what the hell? But you know, like I said, Brad, it's good to see that like that William H. Macy has all of this like like what's it called um what a uh, range because like you look at him in this and then you're like, I can't imagine this guy being so good in fucking boogie nights or like Fargo. He's just a really versatile actor. Cause he
1: can really do it all. Oh, then tenacious half of tenacious D had a, had a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle gas up there singing his heart out. Um, oh, that shit, that shit did make me laugh. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And then the very end before the credits roll, or I guess during credit rolls, where they they do um, Ty Pennington up there showing the newly renovated house. (laughs) And Ray Liotta just not even able to get a word off, just crying. (laughs) It's stupid. It kind of works. But at the same time, it doesn't always hit no
0: that's ultimately what i think what i think it's like hey you got a couple laughs out of me but this is your really simple run to the mill 2007 comedy that i'm glad i revisited all these years later but honestly man i think after this i'm good i don't really want to rewatch this again like it's kind of really dumb at times to the point where it's like i'm rolling my eyes kind of dumb
1: yeah Uh, yeah Not i'm laughing type of dumb i i i I mean, this is Ray Liotta month, and honestly, I think Ray Liotta is one of the best parts of this movie. Yeah, which we we keep seeing is we keep seeing these you know very average movies, but Ray Liotta is really fucking good in them.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a good thing, you know. Like, yeah, what's it called? I'm glad that, that Ray Liotta is actually what's it called good in these movies. And um, well, Brad, we got to get to it though. What do you what, what are you gonna go ahead and give this? What's your final verdict?
1: I'm trying to th- like this is this is kind of difficult because you know it's not a shit movie it it it's nothing special it's not like horrible like other movies we've watched before I'm I'm leaning on like a like a six and a half like a six six and a half.
0: Six and a half?
1: yeah I'm kind of leaning leaning on a six and a half.
0: All right, Brad, I got to come in a, lo- a lot lower, though, because, like, honestly, Brad, there were points for this where I was just disconnected. I was like, you're... I mean, losing. I don't
1: disagree, but it's, like, it's not a horrible movie. Like no, Usually, terrible. if I'm getting in the five or four range, I'm like, eh, it's, it's, it's whatever. Like, I could watch this again and be okay with it, like, in 10 to 20 years when I forget I watched it all those years before. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll probably go six and a half. It, it, right. It's it's an all right movie. There's nothing special. Ray Liotta, rest in peace, did really good at it.
0: I'm coming in at a four and a half out of ten. Uh, it was always, what's it called borderline kind of bad, but you know I'm
1: I mean, I'm not just there. there, like like I want to know why they were like John Travolta just overact every scene.
0: Yeah, or like honestly, Tim Allen kind of annoys me in this. Like Tim Allen annoys
1: everyone anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's just your standard run-of-the-mill 2007 comedy, and uh, I think everybody works well together, so I really can't fault it too much. But I'm just going to stick with my, two, what's it called, Um, four and, a, four and a half out of ten. Also, I just love that I never put up the spoiler banner. Wow. Um, that's got to tell you something about this movie uh, to the point that I forgot. I don't, I'm really sorry. I don't
1: sorry. think you should be worried about being really spoiled by this.
0: Yeah. I, I promise you nothing bad. Comes out of getting this movie spoiled, like you're not, not really missing really. out.
1: Like, we, like we could tell you like the whole fucking synopsis, and then you go watch it and be like, Yeah, eh. yeah,
0: yeah. But that is our review of Wild Hogs. We're going to be back live on Patreon.com/slash the nerdcore at the one dollar tier and above. We'll be live for our review of Dread because the patrons have spoken, that is the one that they want us to review this month. And then that that will be available on Thursday for everybody on for the public sphere so um what's it called I want to say Wednesday we'll probably do that yeah we, we agreed on Wednesdays right Brad?
1: yeah yeah so Wednesday we'll, we'll record cool. Wednesday
0: yeah so Wednesday night y'all come and check that out and it'll go live for everybody at 1 p.m
1: but but, but tomorrow tomorrow catch the game record where yep. we'll be doing review of the newest uh episode. last of us episode.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did you get to sit down and watch that?
1: No, I'll be watching it uh, tonight.
0: Yeah, cool. So I'm thinking in the future, this is out for the public. So please check out that episode that's already out. And then, of course, what's it called? Uh catches on Thursday for our review of Dread. I'm actually excited to revisit that movie because I don't remember if I watched that or not.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: all I know is that it's known as the better Dread movie.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean... I liked it from what I remember back in the day. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we want to thank everybody who, what's it called, uh, joins us in the comments on our on the YouTubes. Uh, make sure that you're leaving a comment. Make sure that you're liking the video. And make sure if you're a new subscriber, you're turning on that notification bell after you subscribe. Or even if you already are a subscriber and this managed to get into your sub box and you don't have your notification bell on, Turn it on, please. Also, if you're listening to us on a podcast platform that allows you to drop a five star review, drop it, please. It helps us out a lot. At I believe 150 reviews, we're allowed to, to um to apply for tomato meter critic status. So uh, you would love to see that, guys. Come on. Let's don't 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 deny us of that. So drop a five star review. Also, make sure you're keeping up to date with us by visiting thenerdcore.com for reviews, interviews, and all those other wonderful things that we do. Twitter at thenerdcore underscore, Instagram at thenerdcore, and our Patreon is patreon.com slash thenerdcore for tiers as low as a dollar. Of course, you also have our Discord, so you that, so that way you can keep up to date with the conversation on movies and all things movies. Talk to us. It's in the description of our podcast, uh, audio audio podcast episode, and in on YouTube. But, uh, of course, Brad, we do have some special people that we need to shout out because they're the ones who make this possible. That's our wonderful patrons. Patrons make this possible. So thank you so much, patrons. I'm just like all over the place right now. (laughs) So, Brad, uh, we got to tell them about our wonderful producer, our legacy producer,
1: Shane. You can follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on um, Twitter. Is it Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. Or Instagram, I think. No Twitter,
0: Twitter. Is, is what's it called? Prison IL. City sh- Twitter is yeah.
1: thrifted I. Instagram is Prison City Shit. Prison City Shit. And then you can go buy something from the subby god at prisoncityvintage.com.
0: Hell yeah. Prisoncityvintage.com or you can go uh in person at Crest Hill, Illinois. He has the, uh, the what's it called? Um the address there and the um on the website, so go check that out. Also, we have to shout out our wonderful Kylie.
1: Hi, Kylie. We're, this is pre-recorded, so you'll figure that out. Yeah.
0: Well, Kylie can be here live. She's just uh, not here. Of course, she's probably that's watching true. the game.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, the game. it's Super Bowl Sunday. Just, that's why we had literally zero. Yeah.
0: Everybody wants to watch the game. Nobody wants. Yeah. To do e- even uh,
1: even Stacy to even show up. Yeah,
0: Stacy really give a shit that much about the Super Bowl? Bro, uh, come on, man. Uh, maybe. You can follow Kylie at KyliePLI on Twitter, KyliePSports90 on Instagram. And, yeah, we have one more to do for Kylie for this month. Uh, I wonder what movie she's going to make us watch, but I'm pretty sure she'll let us know in the coming days. So just stay tuned for that. But other right, than that, guys, it's been a wonderful time. We'll see you all on Thursday for our review of Dread. Brad, set them out.
1: Right, Role, thank you being be the host as always. Thank you, to all our listeners out there, all our patrons supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you, to all those who join us in the chat. Whenever you see this, we won't be here, but thank you anyway. And uh to end this episode, I'm I'm just gonna say wear a helmet when you ride a motorcycle, especially if you're William H. Macy. Young get out. <laughs>
0: Vroom, vroom.